Nisa and I'm a pharmacist. I'm recording a series of podcasts to promote Ethnic Minority Cancer Awareness Month in 2018. And in these podcasts, I'll invite a guest or guests to discuss different aspects of this topic. This is being recorded in my role as a Royal Pharmaceutical Society Greater Manchester Steering Committee member. My guest in this episode today is Campbell McNeil. Hi, Campbell. Hello. Can you introduce yourself and um, can you explain what your role is? Sure. Um, hello. Um, hi. <laughs> um, my name is uh, Campbell McNeil and um, I work in the patient experience team um, as part of NHS England. I actually work in the experience participation and equalities division of the nursing directorate within NHS England. However, 90% of my time, more than that actually, is spent working with the NHS cancer programme with my manager, my colleague, uh, Ghazala Kazmi. Um, if you don't mind, what I'd quite like to do to start with is to talk to you about the kind of strategic element of the, uh, the National Cancer Programme, just to give you some context yeah. about where we've got to now. Uh, there's a couple of um, elements I'd like to discuss. The first one is that this work comes from the NHS uh, five-year forward view, and it identified cancer as one of NHS England's top priorities because more than one in two people born after 1960 in the United Kingdom will be diagnosed with some form of cancer during their lifetime. And it's been identified that uh, better prevention, earlier diagnosis and innovative new treatments mean that we now have a realistic opportunity to make major improvements in survival. The implementation element of all of this actually came from a paper that was uh, published in 2014, and that was by the uh, NHS Independent Cancer Task Force. And that was uh, led by Sir Harpal Kumar. Um, and what that task force did was it identified how the NHS can achieve world-class cancer outcomes by 2020. And one of the things I'd like to say about this task force is that it was made up of uh, cancer specialists and experts, but also had a great involvement of uh, patients and the public in the delivery and the creation of that work. The, um, the outcome of that work was another document, uh, the 2016 document, uh, which is called um, Achieving World Class Cancer Outcomes, Tracking the Strategy Forward. And what it does is it sets out 96 recommendations looking at the detail of the work from the Cancer Task Force and how we can get that forward. Um, in fact, what would be really good um, would be that if there's some way that we could make sure that people have got links to these documents. Yeah, we definitely will. Um, the, the reason for that is um, they're, they're really quite good. <laughs> they are, um, they're written in plain English. Uh, they've got real... Uh, sort of guides as to what the, the outcomes are um, and I really I think it's good if people can get a chance to sort of have a look at those. The overall aims and objectives of the programme as identified um, are in the uh, Achieving World Class Cancer Outcomes document is to improve the early diagnosis, survival, quality of life and the patient experience for people with cancer. And I'll be talking much more about that patient experience element, but I think it's important to highlight the wider um, issues. And also to say that the programme is investing a great deal in cancer service in monetary terms, 
And the purpose of that is to look at accelerating diagnosis and enhancing quality of life. And I also want to make the point at the moment that survival rates for cancer in this country have never been higher. And overall, patient support, a very good experience of care. And again, later in this conversation, it'd be great if I could go into much more detail about what that experience of care looks like and what that means. The next thing is just to talk to you about the work that's happening in 2018 and 19. Uh, there's been a real commitment from the programme to look at taking these recommendations and really look uh, and breaking them down into themes uh, so that we can get a clear idea as to what should be delivered. The, um, the sort of five main elements that we're looking at are um, a strong and responsive infrastructure. So that includes elements such as data collection and the workforce. Um, looking at ensuring that we identify cancer earlier. So this includes things like the Be Clear on Cancer campaign and screening. Um, looking at personalising treatment, care and support. And that includes uh, genomics and uh, radiotherapy, for example. Um, the fourth element is leadership through the cancer alliances. And the fifth element is um, sustained improvement in the operational performance. And just a very quick word about the cancer alliances, um, because they are, and forget the expression, but they are a route to delivery. <laughs> the cancer alliances are, um, so a better expression would be, they're the people on the ground. Um, they're the people that actually are taking uh, these strategy recommendations and actually making it happen. Uh, there are 16 cancer alliances plus the national vanguard around the country. And a lot of our work is looking at working with the alliance to support them in that. Just from that guide, I want to sort of get now to this, uh, the idea of equalities and just exactly what the programme is doing with regards to addressing equalities. And within that 2018-19 business plan, there's a real uh, recognition of the fact that equalities are a key element um, across all of the work streams that we're working on. In fact, I'd like to quote to you directly from the slide. Um, equality of access and experience. Uh, the programme will ensure, the cancer programme will ensure that protected characteristics are considered in all work streams as part of the programme's drive to reduce health inequalities. Embedding equality data and insight into programme delivery where possible in order to reduce the variation in access and outcomes. So there really is a, a clear commitment from the programme um, to address equality and health inequalities issues. And we are committed to ensuring world-class services and outcomes for all cancer patients, uh, no matter their age, their ethnicity, where they live, or what type of cancer they have. Um, I think now is a good time to mention the recent work that we've done with Lord Adebowala um, as part of the Empowering People and Communities Task Force. Um, we were the first, uh, cancer was the first um, condition within NHS England to work with uh, the Empowering People and Communities Task Force on this. And it's really given a drive and an impetus to, the, to us embedding this across um, all of the work streams within the programme. The data tells us there are equality and health inequality issues. How is the programme addressing this? Um, well, I think what I'd like to concentrate on here is the patient experience um, element, or certainly to start talking about the patient experience element as that's 
the, the specific part of the, the programme in which I'm working. And we are fortunate uh, to have the, uh, the National Cancer Patient Experience Survey, or CPEZ, as it gets shortened to. Um, and what the CPEZ scores tell us is that there is a discrepancy in the scores for an overall experience of care. Uh, the non-white British uh, overall experience of care is uh, lower than the white British. However, in saying that, I think it's also really important to say that the, the, the scores are high, that there is an overall high satisfaction that patients have with their cancer care. But there is, it's wrong that there is a discrepancy between these two figures. Um, and it's that discrepancy that is driving the work that I'm doing. The other thing I'd like to say about CPEZ is that it's fantastic that the work that I am doing, or the work that, that, that we're doing on the cancer programme, is reflected directly from the patient voice. Uh, the Cancer Patient Experience Survey is a questionnaire that gets sent out to patients um, who have a diagnosis of cancer. So it's their voice that we are hearing. It's not the opinion of... Uh, the healthcare providers, it's not the opinion of doctors and nurses, it's, the, um, it's very much the patient's perspective on how they feel their overall experience of care is. So I just want to sort of highlight that as, a, as an important element to this. And, um, so the way that the link between CPEZ and our work is, um, one of the recommendations, it's actually recommendation 54 from the task force, um, states that there should be an increase in the BME representation in CPEZ, the Cancer Patient Experience Survey. So when I started in this work about 18, 19 months ago, we, we looked at that. And what was very clear was that we wanted to do more than that. We wanted to do more than the recommendation. We acknowledged the fact that there, there is a poorer representation, and I'll talk later about specific work that we did that it was actually... Uh, colleagues and insight and feedback team at NHS England. But what we wanted to do was look at practical action that we could take to address the discrepancy in the scores. And we wanted to make sure that the actions that we were taking was, wherever possible, evidence-based and that we could measure the difference. Um, so when I came to this work, the first thing I had to do was to be really careful. Um, I am a white British male. <laughs> and, um, and what I didn't want to do when I started in this work was to put my head above the parapet and say, hello, I'm new here, what's happening? Um, it's, just, it's just not as simple as that. The, the issues that affect this are um, issues that develop from a wider context. Um, it's complex, it's difficult, um, and it's something that requires an investigation, a proper investigation. So to do that, what we did was we commissioned uh, the Human Rights Charity BRAP to look at the issue by doing a literature review of cancer policy um, over roughly the last 20 years, since the, since the, uh, cancer plan in, uh, the first cancer plan in 1999. The result of that paper was really interesting. Um, and what Brat came back and said to us, right, there's been a lot of really good work done. But what has tended to have happened is that the work has been done in silos. 
it hasn't been shared. So really good piece of work around the country exist in pockets. Um, and the other thing that BRAP challenged us to think about is we should be asking why is it that the BME population are not coming forward to services? Um, and why is it that they are having a poorer experience of care? So what has been the response of the NHS cancer programmes to these issues? Well, I think what I like to think that the, our response has been with um, practical action. And it's very much um, learning the lessons um, from BRAP and trying to make sure that we um, weren't commissioning more pieces of work that said that there was a problem and really trying to focus on, on solutions or trying to focus on things that can happen. So the first thing is this, as I said, from the 1819 business plan, is this really clear commitment um, on the front line, on the front page, that there's a commitment from the programme, the NHS Cancer Programme, to address inequalities across all of the work streams. And that's happening at the moment. Specifically, uh, there's some work happening within uh, specific projects. Uh, I mentioned this before, but there's... Um, a piece of work done um, by the Insight and Feedback team in NHS England. And what that was with regards was about the BME, uh, Black Minority Ethnic, uh, representation uh, within the Cancer Patient Experience Survey. Um, so th this work happened, I think, in 2017, and the idea was to do a marketing campaign that specifically targeted this population to encourage them to complete this survey. And I should say about the survey, it is actually, it's an extensive survey. Um, it's a series of questions that cover a patient experience across the entire cancer pathway. So it, it touches on their um, initial entry onto the pathway and then it talk, looks at GP practice, the, the relationship with their cancer nurse specialist, access to clinical trials, as well as looking at, as I said, this overall experience of care that we tend to use. Um, and um, so that work that the Insight Feedback team did was, it had, some, for example, it worked with um, media outlets such as The Voice, and it sort of put adverts in there, um, encouraging uptake. And, and, there, and it's great, because what we need to do is we need to hear the voices. To make a difference, we have to hear the voices. And CPES is one of the best ways, the best tools that we've got to do that. There's other work across um, the work streams. For example, the uh, Be Clear on Cancer campaign is focusing on the BME community. Um, and there are uh, specific videos and posters aimed at the BME population to raise awareness of symptoms and encourage earlier presentation into primary care and into screening. And all of our pilot sites uh, testing the new 28-day faster diagnosis standard have carried out patient surveys. And those that have identified a lack of diversity in the patient population response are exploring ways to address this. Um, now, this will inform national rollout of the standard. Specifically, the work that we are doing within the patient experience team um, has been captured under the, the programme title uh, Equalities Cancer 2020. And we've got lots of kind of little projects that are running under that, but I'd really like to talk about uh, the two main ones, um, and they are our uh, Yammer network and the repository. So 
The first one, the Yammer network. Uh, Yammer is basically, it's an online social network. And the thing about it is that it is hosted by NHS England. And at the moment, I am actually sort of the primary administrator for that site. And the purpose of, the, uh, of this social network is to address the issue that Brap raised with regards pockets of work and the fact that there wasn't um, a, a moderated platform where there can be an open discussion about things that work well. So within this site, what we have is a range of representatives. Um, for example, we've got NHS England, obviously, but we've got uh, Public Health England in there, uh, the CQC are represented, NICE are represented. Um, we've also got a range of charities in there, Macmillan are represented, Joe's Trust are represented, Prostate Cancer UK. And there's also um, cancer alliances in there and cancer commissioners. So it's very much um, an open network with people looking at ways of celebrating the work that they have done. Um, I like to say that it's a place for people to brag about good work. It's a place where people can say, look, we, we had an issue with this population or we identified this population, for example, with screening, uh, weren't coming forward, and we did an initiative and we managed to increase the numbers coming through, and that can be shared. A um, really good example of that, there was a recent conversation on the network um, from a radiographer, uh, a breast screening radiographer from Birmingham, and she was discussing specific action that she has taken to engage Southeast Asian women. And on the comment, on the thread within that, there was comments from Bradford, there was comments from Leicester, comments from Manchester. So it's very much this kind of idea that we're hosting a national conversation. And if people want to get involved with that, then that would be fantastic. Um, and all that they have to do to get involved is just to email me. And again, we'll put, uh, we could put a link to my email address. Then if people want to get involved in that, then they just have to email me and we can invite them in. Yeah, we'll do that. I'll add that. Uh, brilliant. The, um, the next sort of big project that I'm very excited about at the moment is what we're calling our repository. Um, and the repository came up because we identified that it was very difficult to find a single space, um, a single online space that um, contained all of the evidence and data behind uh, the BME population and their experience of cancer care, but also with regards to outcomes. So it's one of the things that we found um, was that people said it was very difficult to find this evidence. And what we want to make sure is that uh, people are given the best opportunity to find the best evidence when they're looking at commissioning services or guiding services. So what we did, um, we've uh, commissioned um, the Black Health Initiative, a community engagement organisation that uh, works and leads uh, towards the quality of access to health and social care with the BME community. Um, and we commissioned them to look at bringing together um, this evidence into one place. And what we've got now is um, 100 different data points, 100 different articles that we're going to put into one, forget the technicality, but one extranet SharePoint site. So what that means is that it won't be displayed on the public-facing website um, because we want to keep an eye on who's accessing it and we want to sort of keep an audit of that. So again, if people want to access that site, they'll do it uh, through the Yammer network or they can email me directly. 
Um, we're hoping that that repository will be up um, at some point in July, um, and I look forward to being able to share that evidence and that data. So can you tell us what's happening nationally um, and what your thoughts are on the future? Sure. Um, I think that our work is very much happening uh, within a, a wider national context about um, other pieces of work that are happening uh, to address these issues that we've raised. Uh, the racial equality audit from the Prime Minister's office, for example, I'm, I'm aware at the moment that the NHS board is having a focus on equality and health inequalities across the whole of the NHS. Um, I'm aware that Public Health England have recently uh, published um, their work looking at health inequalities. And th there's, a, there's a huge amount, there's almost like a, it feels like a, a groundswell that's coming, um, raising uh, this issue as something which is important and which is something that has to contain action. It ha can't just be more papers. It has to be something that suggests, as I say, uh, with practical action. There's also a link um, to our work with wider policy initiatives within NHS England. Um, for example, there's work within NHS England looking at promoting health literacy. I think that's really relevant. 60% um, of the population um, have um, a poor health literacy. And I think it's really important that we work alongside our colleagues within NHS England and the other pieces of uh, strategy and policies and actions that are taking place, and we join that together. And obviously, within NHS England, there's the work of the equality and health inequalities team, and also the work, for example, of the um, public and patient um, involvement team uh, who actually sit within, both of those teams sit within our directorate. So thank you, this has been really interesting, really insightful. Um, if you were to give us one take-home message, what would that be? I think the, the main thing that, I, that I'd like to get across is that the NHS Cancer Programme um, is committed to ensuring world-class services and outcomes for all cancer patients. Uh, no matter their age or ethnicity, where they live or what type of cancer they have. And that really is a clear message. Um, but forgive me, I'd quite like another <laughs> take home from this, which is that um, if people want to get involved with this or people want to get involved in this conversation and they have an interest in this work, that they should contact me and we can get them involved with our... Um, online uh, social network, the Equalities Cancer 2020 Yammer Network. Um, it would be great to get people in there talking about the work that they're doing and hearing the conversation so that we can spread best practice. Yeah, and I, from my own experience, I've, I'm part of the, the network and it is, it's really great to see all the different people like, giving their insights and sharing their experience. And it's really encouraging because there's lots of good things happening. We just don't know about it. Yeah. But part of the network, we're seeing that come back. So... That's great. Um, we'll definitely will make all your details available. Thank um, you. And the links that you mentioned as well. But thanks again. It's been great. Yeah, no, thank you very much.